0: Welcome back to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Lawyer here with Katie Goulis on this very special Sunday in the Byzantine liturgical calendar, Cheese Fair Sunday, the Sunday of Forgiveness, which we begin Lent in the Byzantine liturgical calendar, not on Ash Wednesday, but this evening, Sunday, which begins the next day, which is Monday. And we begin it with the forgiveness vespers, or in other words, the expulsion of Adam from paradise. And we're talking about our own occasion to forgive, but before we forgive, we must also, at first, name the issue. And kind of bring perspective to the issue and then move ahead with forgiveness, right, Katie? And you're sharing an article about the group of Turkish Muslims who were in the Turkish community in Austria who were up in arms about a Legos toy, right, Legos, (laughs) that resembles what we would call Hagia Sophia, the great mother church of the Byzantine church, which was taken over in the 15th century in 1453 by the invading Muslims. They took it over and they turned it into a mosque. But as I mentioned before the break, it's not even officially now, at least not in the mind of the state of Turkey, an, a mosque. It's actually just a museum. So even from that standpoint, it was it's kind of unusual for them to be upset about it because it's not a mosque. At the same time, I can see that only to a certain extent, because for us, even though they call it a museum, it was taken over forcefully, taken away from us, and turned into a mosque, and now is a museum. For us, Katie, it will always be our mother church It'll always be that Christian church because what's underneath all the whitewashed walls, but beautiful Byzantine iconography. In fact, when I visited Istanbul, formerly Constantinople, before that Byzantium, <laughs> when I visited that with a group of priests and religious and other lay people, we were at a conference, an Oriental Lumen conference put on by Jack Fiegel, who's a great friend of Light of the East. When we visited Istanbul and we went into Hagia Sophia, as we entered Hagia Sophia, we just all spontaneously bounded to the sign of the cross. I mean, there was it wasn't contrived, it wasn't planned, it was just somehow we went in there and we knew we were in our church, our mother church. You cannot hide, you can whitewash those walls and those icons as the Muslims did when they took over Hagia Sophia, but you cannot get rid of the spirit that is there, the spirit that founded that. That particular church now in Istanbul, Hagia Sophia, again, which means Holy Wisdom, is the third church, the third edifice on that spot. There were actually three buildings, and that was the latest one built by Justinian back in the 6th century. So that goes to show you how old it is. But it is a massive structure. In fact, it is the most magnificent church ever wrought by the hand of man and inspired by God. Truly it is. I mean, there's magnificent churches. I mean, St. Peter's in Rome is just magnificent. Rome is just full of magnificent churches, incredibly magnificent. But I think when you really look at it, inch by inch, cloud of incense by cloud of incense, (laughs) icon by icon, I really believe, and I'm not saying just because I'm biased, I really believe from an artistic liturgical standpoint, Hagia Sophia was the most magnificent church ever built. And it underwent destruction from time to time, from earthquakes, like the dome would crack and fall in and they would rebuild it. But the existing one was taken over, as I mentioned, in the 15th century by the invading Muslims. They took it over, turned it into a mosque, and now in most recent years, it is simply a museum. And it's interesting that the Muslim Turkish community in Austria was offended because he thought that the Legos was disrespecting their mosque. It's interesting because what is the Turkish government doing currently? But they are uncovering those whitewashed icons, aren't they, Katie? <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess once that's one of the perks of it being a museum. Right now is that they're saying that at least there's historical value to the building, so they're trying to restore yes. the historic. What they see as historical value, and what we see is spiritual value. So yes. I guess you're. It's kind of taking the good with the bad and to be very byzantine about it which is always in the both and mm-hmm. the mystery is that it has historical value precisely because it has spiritual value mm-hmm. and it has spiritual yeah. value because it is at the same time it, it is historical because the value i mean if the icons were not valuable part of the history why uncover them and what were those icons who put them there not muslims the people that put them there were devout byzantine christians and so to get the story correct you know, to write things, to tell the truth. Hagia Sophia is a Byzantine cathedral, a great Byzantine basilica. It was the most magnificent Byzantine church and certainly a Christian church, I believe, ever built. You cannot take away that spirit, that aura of that great faith, that great fervor, the genius of the Byzantines to design something that would be like heaven on earth, that we unite heaven and earth because it was so splendid There are accounts of the services that took place in Hagia Sophia, and the accounts are incredible. In one liturgy, there'd be like 100 priests and 50 deacons and 75 servers. It was incredible. But eventually, as I mentioned, it was taken over in the 15th century by the invading Ottoman Turks under the sultan Mahmud II. And what happened was he came in there, and he said this will now be a mosque. Now, nearby Hagia Sophia is a very significant Muslim mosque. It's mostly commonly known as the Blue Mosque because it uses a lot of blue tile. That's not its real name, but it's called the Blue Mosque, referred to commonly as the Blue Mosque. The Blue Mosque was designed by an architect called Sinan. Sinan was actually Greek, but he was working at the time for the Ottoman Empire, the Ottoman Turks. And he was commissioned to design This church, this mosque, and the Muslims were so impressed by the architecture, the incredible architecture of Hagia Sophia, that they wanted to copy it. And that's why the Blue Mosque looks so much like Hagia Sophia. However, the emperor of the Ottoman Turks at the time, however, the sultan, Mahmud II, who commissioned the building to be designed by Sinan, the architect, the great architect, he told him, make it bigger, or it's more grand than Hagia Sophia. Well, somehow he failed Come up with an edifice that was bigger than Hagia Sophia. It looks a lot like Hagia Sophia. It's a magnificent building, but somehow he didn't make it big enough. The story goes that the Sultan cut off his hand as punishment. So Sinan went to a judge and pleaded his case, said that was done in injustice. And so the judge said, Okay, under our law, you get to right the wrong. You get to cut off the hand of the Sultan. And the Sultan supposedly extended his hand and said, I will do that because that is our law. And the story goes that Sinan, who supposedly was Christian, actually converted to Islam at that point because he was so impressed by what the sultan did. However, there's another part of the story that says that Sinan remained a Christian. Well, these are great stories of history, but the point is, the point is that the great architect for the Ottoman Turks, the Muslims, was very impressed, so impressed, by Hagia Sophia, designed and built by Christians, Byzantine Christians, that he copied that. And to this day, the architecture of mosques is largely based upon the influence of the Byzantine Christian architecture. So this is some of the truth of the story. And before we can move on to forgiveness, we must first right a wrong. We must first clear up the story, you know, tell the truth, and be honest, correct the injustice, and then move on with forgiveness. As a Byzantine Catholic, and Katie, I imagine you have this similar sentiment, and growing up in America, living in America today, living in Western modern Western civilization, with so much of what I'm going to call the tyranny of political correctness, I sometimes will ask the question with this talk of ecumenism and political correctness, and of course we're all for ecumenism here at Light of the East. It's one of the things that our program is dedicated to, unity and the church. But I always have to ask the question, especially as a Byzantine, because that wound is still open which is why, of course, we have to struggle for forgiveness, the wound is still open. Because my question to the world is, why not give back our church? Does it not stand as a testimony to a certain hypocrisy, a certain incompleteness about so-called political correctness and fairness and justice and ecumenism, to the point where, as we heard from this article, that Turkish Muslims today still claim that edifice as their own mosque, which it is not. They did not build it. They took it over. And then it is no longer that, actually, officially, as I mentioned, it is a museum. But in truth, for us, what is underneath it all is that is a great Byzantine Christian church. It will always be that for us. I think it will always be that in the eyes of God. It will always be that every brick and mortar and little piece of icon and mosaic in that church, I think, will always be and always exude a certain mysterious, inexplicable sense of that Christian zeal that built that magnificent church. That, I think, will always remain in some way in that church. You can't whitewash it. You can't take it away. There's nothing you can do to prevent that from always being. This is my thoughts on it, and I felt that when I was there. It was clearly, clearly for me and for those I was with when we visited our mother church, a magnificent mother church. spirituality is still hidden in those walls and it comes out mysteriously as well so katie i think we've gotten that off our chest Mm -hmm. right (laughs) and now we can move in towards the process of forgiveness we can attend our forgiveness vespers tonight ask forgiveness of one another everybody of people from history muslim friends everybody will ask and beg forgiveness so that we can be forgiven by our lord jesus christ Thank you for listening. I'm Father Thomas Lawyer here with Katie Gulis, on Light of the East. Will Cook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois 60491. That's Light of the East 14610. Will Cook Road, spelled will dash Road, Homer Glen, Illinois. From the Light of the East, a new dawn of unity is in sight. God bless you. Go with God and may God bless you and grant you many happy years.